Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the IE Drywall Podcast. Again, where we ask the questions, no one else dares. Uh, tonight, for our second episode, we are joined again by Mr. Drew Arnett from Drew Arnett's World Famous Caricatures. Uh, my feeling was the first episode was uh, a good conversation, so I asked Drew to come back. Uh, but again, not everyone is going to hear our episode. So, for those who missed our first episode, uh, tell everybody a little bit about your business. Um, so what I do is, at least before COVID hit, I would go to different conventions and events and do caricatures, which are cartoony drawings of people's faces. Um, but more recently I've just been doing freelance and, um, something I forgot to mention on the last episode of the podcast is I storyboarded for one of my friend's cartoons. Excellent. So, um, when that comes out, you can find it on my social media which is the Flying Tacos on Twitter or Instagram. Any any kind of funny spelling there, or is it literally the Flying Tacos? The Flying Tacos, but okay. with a Z at the end and not an S. Gotcha. So, again, when we talk about work and the people list and see your work, get an idea of what you're putting out there, uh, you want them to go to your social media pages, right? Yeah, because from there you can see my recent work, and it's got a, li- a link to my art portfolio site which is like okay good gives you a good summary of like my style all right and if you had you think uh you think instagram would be a good choice for maybe people that are not familiar jump on there first yeah instagram for sure i i feel like i try to keep my instagram as clean as possible i don't post too much on it just like whenever i got something good i just know there's a lot of people out there that maybe are not uh as social media savvy say as you are mm-hmm. and instagram seems to be it's user friendly. Yeah, for right. sure. I mean, at first, you know, you get on there and you look at pictures. That's what you're doing. So, hey, <laughs> we, we can all look at pictures. Uh, it's definitely the best social media for artists. Yeah. So, as as they can see your work, is that also where they can get a hold of you at? Yeah. So, my DMs are all open. On. Okay. And, you know, and we mentioned it last episode, but I'll bring it up again because of the times we are in. Again, when people think of caricatures, it's sitting across one another. Uh, close up and I'm doing a picture of you. Uh, so with this time, if somebody wants to commission your work, they can send you a picture. You can work off that picture for the caricature and come back digitally too also probably. Yeah. And I'm sure, I, I'm, I don't know enough to words your mouth, but I'm sure in a printed copy if they want it, I'm sure oh, you can for print sure. it and sell. And or... I usually draw them on paper and watercolor them, so it's pretty easy to just mail them to the original thing original painting to them and then I also you know scan it and it's they have a nice digital copy too you know and, and I know we're talking about your caricature but what about is there is there additional parts of your bit do you have other products that maybe are not caricatures I mean yeah I um I make comics and little art book designs I got one comic about working retail that I really enjoyed making it's a lot of like passive aggressive like like a guy like maybe stocking a shelf and then something from the shelf falls on his head and then he doesn't get workers comp and then he has to live on the streets <laughs> for the next 34 years of his life i've, I've seen it happen <laughs> not not a pretty picture right <laughs> but it's uh i do it in like a funny way yeah a lot a lot to be said for humor as uh, as anybody that listens to this podcast will find out we uh we do not take ourselves seriously here and again maybe if you listen to our first episode maybe a little offended maybe a little a little triggered by some of our comments about various political figures. I'll leave it at that. Um, 
again, we're not we're not so much picking size, even though we have chose show size. We're not publicly we're not picking size. <laughs> you guys do what you feel free to do what you want. We're just uh, we're out to have some fun, ask some questions that no one else wants to ask, and just provide a little entertainment in these trying times. And we're mostly serious about you know. We got our political opinions, but we also got our opinions on drywall and what our favorite flavors and textures of drywall we like to eat the most. Exactly. If you missed the first episode, we we actually had a, uh, a second guest, a talking penguin, who also likes drywall. Uh, but anyway, let's let's dive into some of these, these hard-hitting questions, right? Uh, again, these are the questions that the people want to know, you know. So let's, let's get in. Let's get them some answers here. Yeah, no more small talk. Um, Time to get into the serious questions. So, hypothetical question, which, as you can tell, most of ours are pretty hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say I give you a present. Okay. You know, I'm fond. I'm fond of giving presents. Well, this present happens to be an elephant, a real elephant, not a picture. Oh. A real elephant. And here, here's my stipulations with this present: you can't give it away, you can't sell it. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with my gift? You can't re-gift it either. Let's just say that. Mm. I know it's a giveaway. Let's be real clear. You can't give it back to me. Well, elephants take up a lot of, you know, real estate. Uh, but if he's living with me, you know, he we gotta be making that double income, the dual income. So I'm gonna have to ask that elephant to get off of his elephant ass and <laughs> you know start looking for some jobs. You know, and that's a good question. I mean, what kind of job can an elephant get? I mean, I mean, what's out there? Um, well, hmm. I feel like I mean, he'd be pretty good in retail. We were yeah. just talking about retail. I feel like he maybe wouldn't have such a bad time, you know, working at Walmart, stocking shelves with his giant trunk. Maybe he can reach the top shelf for that. That's true. I mean, if he's putting the stuff up on the top, stuff's not going to fall on top of his head. He's going to live on the street for 30 years. Yeah. He can't reach the top. There's I, no doubt about it. But it's also, hmm. I don't know if there's any rules. I don't know if elephants can get workers' comp, even if they try. You know, and the thing is, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I don't know we're talking about hypothetical, but can, a, can an elephant have a job? And again, not to go back to some of our previous subjects, but can is an elephant an undocumented worker? Is he? Is this elephant legally here? I gave him to you as a present, so does that make you like the the owner of the elephant? Is the elephant an object? Is he a person? I don't know. Does it, was the elephant born in America? I mean, I don't know. Unlike the penguin, the elephant's not talking. Oh, he's not? No. There, there's no talking there. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of trunk raising, stomping, eating peanuts. Yeah. I mean, there's some humans that can't talk, but they still have rights. I, I don't see why this elephant that has a job at Walmart can't have rights, too. Yeah, I mean, and you the think about The problem is, like, you know, workers got to wear masks. How's he going to fit his trunk and his mouth in a face mask? I'm thinking almost like a, like a really long sock. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just like a really long sock with a uh, little pouch at the end for his little elephant mouth. Well, maybe a big elephant mouth. Yeah. And you could actually even take and stuff peanuts in that pouch so he don't have to stop for lunch. When he yeah. gets hungry, he just takes a peanut in eats it, keeps stocking shelves, keeps putting toilet paper up on the shelves. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's fun. And he's got big ears to listen to all the angry customers he gets every time he, you know, has to turn around and knocks over a couple shelves and crushes yeah. a couple people. And there have been, there has been a such thing as flying elephants. If you've seen the movies, and we all know movies are true, Yeah. there, there are flying elephants. 
Yeah. But I've seen them. So no. he wouldn't have to invest in like any kind of transportation. No. He can just if there's traffic, he just flies over with his big elephant ears. You know, my question is though, if you if you have this elephant that I've so graciously given you at home, you know, even with two incomes, I'm not sure you guys can can afford a house for this elephant to live in. I mean, it's got to be a huge house. Yeah. No matter how you look at it, it's got to be huge. And it's got to be really clean because as soon as he sees a mouse, you know, he's gonna just lift his trunk. It's gonna freak. Just just like I've I've seen women the same way. <laughs> <laughs> women and elephants, you know. And again, started. And again, we can say that because this podcast is probably not gonna be a real popular tune in for a lot, a lot of the women folk out there. Yeah, this is only for this is only for the men and the elephants out there. Yeah. And a penguin if it has a sombrero. But yeah. only if. All you uh baguette wearing penguins better get out of here. But I mean then again we go back and I myself I'm a huge Prince fan. Mm-hmm. So what about a beret? It could it could be raspberry like the song, but I mean berets are kinda nice, let's be honest. I do like that style, but I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't live with myself if there was a penguin wearing a beret um, <laughs> listening to this podcast. But speaking of music, and again, huge Prince fan, so I kind of know what my answer is to this song, but let me ask you this question. Okay. So we're watching TV, you're watching cartoons, you always notice when certain music plays, it kind of cues the the viewer or the listener, you know something's getting ready to happen. Mm-hmm. So-and-so is getting ready to come into the room. Or, you know, Archie's going to say this to Edith, right? It's yeah. probably, that's probably an, an old, you probably don't get that that comment, a little old for that. But Is that from Archie? All, all in the family. It <laughs> would not play well nowadays. In our, social, <laughs> in our politically correct climate would not play well. But very funny. Oh, wow. uh, so, anyway, I digress a little bit. So, if you could choose one song to play... But when I say play, it's going to play every time you walk into a room. So we're sitting in the living room. We're sitting in our little podcast room here. You walk in. What song plays over the loudspeakers? How do the viewers, how do the listeners know this is Drew Arnett coming into the room because I heard the song and I know he's here. (laughs) I would want it to be something like super pure, like super sweet, super happy, something that's like my vibe. So I'd want it to be the Full House theme song. Just like I come in, it's like, everywhere you look, everywhere is hard. I see that. When you said pure, when you said pure, I thought you were going to say like back in black. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some death metal, but. That would be, that would be funny. I would want something that would be like pure, but also like obnoxious after your repeated hearings. Because like, that's also my vibe. And I know the question was a song, but what if it was just a noise? Like you could have like the you know the, the slide trombone noise. That would be kind of cool. A second option for maybe if I'm like I'm not having a good day would be like TV static, just and it like or the dial-up sound that's like oh the the old dial-up internet sound something like that, but it's like really loud. And you know, there's there's probably a lot of people that will listen to this and hear this and have no idea what we were just talking about. <laughs> what, what does he mean, an internet sound? <laughs> Is that a song downloaded from the internet? I, yeah. Believe me, you know I get it right. I'm pushing 50. Yeah, I remember when there was no internet, and then I remember this great internet sound. I remember downloading songs from LimeWire. I kid you not. I remember clicking on a song when I lived in a rural house. 
and it would show the time left to download the song. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, it was over six hours. Jeez, for so, one song. So we would we would we would pick three or four songs at night. We would select on the download and go to bed. All just for a song. But the idea that we could have this music for free, even though we really didn't realize at the time that when you think about it, now that I have a better appreciation for artists, mm-hmm. we were basically still under work. Let's be honest, right? I mean, you think about it. If you if you had your drawings out there and somebody just downloaded them and was sharing them with everybody and you got nothing out of it, they stole from you. Yeah. And that's what we've done for years with LimeWire, with Napster. We were taking all the work these artists put in this music, how they made their living. We stole it for free. <laughs> and then we even, share, we even allowed our computers to be nosed to share it with other people so they could steal it. It wasn't enough that I have my music. I'm going to have it and I'm going to share it with everybody else so they don't have to pay for it. And, you know, did it hurt a lot of big artists? Yes, it hurt them too. But there was probably a lot of young, struggling artists who never made it. And it completely changed. And I know I digress, but it completely changed the whole music industry. Wow, you really think so? Yes. Uh, the old model was you had to have a, a label. The label would give you some money. You would record an album. They would put it out. People would buy CDs. Mm-hmm. And now you look at it, and all the money is made in live touring shows. Do they not make money off of, like, Spotify? They make it, but the thing is, I don't know the numbers in front of me, but, you know, like a million streams is probably going to be a couple of cents. Mm-hmm. So the money's not there. But I anyway. Know, I know that, like, that makes sense, because, like, even, like, for YouTube, like, you need... It, it's so complicated to get money off of YouTube, but even even so, it's, like, you have to... Like, 100 views is, like, 7 cents or something. It's, like, really, really low. So that's crazy. I mean, there's... In my mind, anyway, there's so many there's so many good artists that probably never got heard during that, I say era, and I'm probably going to get this time frame wrong, but I'm thinking 92, 93, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of people faulted, and I'm not, I'm not a Metallica fan, I'll just say it, they're okay, they, when I was younger, they were okay, a lot of people faulted them because they went out and they sued Napster, which was one of the companies doing that, mm-hmm. and I was even one of the people that's like... Metallica sucks. They're terrible. And when I look at it now, all they were doing was suing the company who was providing people a way to steal from them. <laughs> That's all they were doing. And people thought they were the biggest assholes on the face of the planet. I don't I don't blame people for being upset because it did make music way more easier to get a hold of. Yeah. And I mean, even now, like my choice of music is, is Apple Music. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I'm directly buying from the artist, but I do feel like I'm at least contributing because I pay you that monthly fee, and part of that fee does go to the artist when I stream their music. Yeah. So at least we do. At least they do have that. Uh, man, that was a really like we were going down this straight line, and we just took like a 50 mile walk yeah. around the circle, and now we're coming back around to this road again. We're kind of getting back over to the questions that we were going to talk about. Uh, but yeah. If- I had an elephant. I want him to make a website to steal music. I think that's what we're talking about. Hmm. I'm not sure what kind of music elephants would like, but I'm sure it's good. Yeah, to be honest. probably with a lot of horns. Yeah. Um, this one, this one, I would have a tough time. I've thought about this question a lot myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've had nightmares about this question myself <laughs> a, couple, a couple of times, actually. Oh gosh. Yeah. So you're angry. You know, let's, let's let's set this let's set up the situation here. You're angry, mm-hmm. and you're ready to fight. 
you're ready to throw fisticuffs, you're ready to bust knuckles, and here's your choices of who you're going to fight or what you're going to fight, right? Would you rather fight a hundred horses the size of ducks? So a little, you know, I don't know what, a foot and a half tall horses? Yeah. So a hundred of those or one duck the size of a horse. So a duck, I don't know, a good, what, six foot tall, seven mm-hmm. foot? Pretty muscular duck, in my opinion, probably. Which one would you want to fight? It, I feel like this is so easy. Like, a giant duck sounds so intimidating. That's like fighting a huge ostrich. Like, those things are scary as heck. I'd rather fight, it would be horses the size of ducks, right? Yeah. I'd like to do that, because horses, they're big when they're big, they got like a lot of muscles, but when they're small, their limbs would be so thin, I could easily just squish them with my feet. Like I could just put on some nice boots, put on some like death metal music and just go to town slaughtering all these these small horses that can't defend themselves. See, I mean, that's where I'm at with you. My reasoning is different. I didn't even think about the ease of fight. I just know that for me, I can't stand birds of any kind. They're dirty, filthy, disgusting animals. Why do you hate birds so much? And again, I apologize to any self-proclaimed bird lovers who hear this, Mm -hmm. but they're flying rats, let's be honest. They have no sphincter control. (laughs) Any animal that just flies over my head and can drop a a load on me, but they don't even know it, at least if you knew it, you would know it was on purpose and that would be angry at the bird, and maybe Mm -hmm. I'd want to fight the bird or kill the bird, but he he just does it by accident because that's the way he was made. Uh, so I would definitely go with the hundred uh, duck-sized horses, even though they're probably nippy. They're probably chasing you. You're falling over them. There's no, but there's no way they could do too much real damage. I mean, like, I think know. about how small their little limbs and like they could, probably couldn't even bite you because their mouths would be so small. I mean, think how bad it hurts when a bug bites you, though. And these yeah. guys have got like horse horse chompers. But I could easily just, you know, kick them against the wall and then just start punching them and like. I just feel like they'd be so easy to take down, especially if you have nice boots on. Yeah, the, the boots would definitely make a difference. There's no doubt in my mind there. I don't know if I'd want to do like my nice shoes. I definitely want to want to slaughter all these small horses with like nice boots on. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I can see I can see some good horse fighting boots. Yeah, <laughs> there may be a market for that in some places. Horse <laughs> fighting boots. I'm sure there's bull fighting boots. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of. There's so many boot stores when you go to Nashville. There's gotta be at least one store that specializes in boots that kill small horses. Well, let's think about it. And not, again, not to offend people, but I'm sure Michael Vick had dog fighting boots. <laughs> you, you remember Michael Vick? <laughs> Was that the football player that yes. got his kicks off of fighting dogs? Yeah, so I'm sure he had a special pair of boots. Even though he wasn't fighting them, he probably wore yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, he had to think about his outfit when he would fight his dogs. Like, he had to be like, this, Right here, this whole outfit I'm wearing is my dog fighting outfit. And I mean, and let's be honest, terrible crime. You you know I, I'm an animal lover, so obviously I would I would punch Michael Vick in the face <laughs> right now, right? I'd probably get I'd probably get my ass beat after the fact, of course, but I would still have to do it. But if we had hundreds or thousands of little duck-sized horses, I say you fight them. Let them even if we even if we fight. Well, they're aggravating yeah, me let, too because it's a fight. Like they're trying to get me. Might as well, and I might as well make a day out of it too, you know. Exactly. Uh, let's look at one more question for this episode. Uh, now, this one, 
this one this one might take a little little thought on your part. It's going to take a little thought on my part. Okay. Uh, and we can have multiple answers, but let's let's focus on one first. Uh, so America, great state. Sorry, great country. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, great country. We've got so many states. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we have too many. You think so? 50 is too much? Yeah. So, that being said, if that's the case, uh, and you have the power to get rid of one state. One state. What state will we just get rid of? And when I say get rid of, I don't think we should destroy it. Let's just let's move it out of the United States and make it its own little just place. Just like kind of take a giant saw and just kind of saw yeah. the seams. I mean, like a, like a puzzle piece. We pull it up, and I mean, if some people think the earth's flat. If it is, we pick it up, we set it somewhere else. <laughs> if not, we put it out in the water, and it becomes an island. Or maybe, yeah, maybe we, like, we can just push it down. Yeah. So it does, you know. And you think, I would hate to hurt all the people, but if we push it down, what a nice lake that would be. Yeah. <laughs> think, think, of all the, think of all the lakefront, quote-unquote, property we would have around that area. Yeah, I mean... People would die, but think about how great the economy would be after, you know, like we get all those nice lake side properties. Yeah. That's what really matters. And again, not picking on anybody, but, you know, all you Trump supporters out there, think of how high your 401ks would go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. But anyway, what one state would you get rid of? Uh, I've always had beef with this state, Canada. Like, <laughs> Can't, the, the United States of Canada, maybe, right? <laughs> Yeah, like, Canada, like, they're always acting like they're some kind of different state, but we all know they're part of America. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. And, and let's, just, let's just be honest. We know, or sh- I should I say, I know Canada's not a state. <laughs> so I know your hatred for Canada, and I know why you have a hatred for Canada. But, I'll take a second state. But let's come back to the 50 states. Hmm. If I had to pick a second state, I'm not really sure. I don't really have beef with too many other states. Like, all the, like, ones I I can think of, you know, they're not that bad. What are some states you have beef with? Well, I mean, you think about it, man. Let's, you know, again, a beautiful state, uh, beautiful coastline, beautiful water sports. But my question for Hawaii is why the fascination with Spam? There's all this tropical food and seafood and, like, they're... One of their greatest joys is food with spam in it. Yeah. There's I something think... fundamentally wrong with being in paradise, looking at these beautiful oceanfront <laughs> properties, and eating a spam taco. That's, spam that's a good mama. point. I think I would probably, because I can't really think of any other ones, I guess I would say Hawaii, because like, um, ever since we you know, invaded their land and made it a state. We pretty much erased all of their culture and killed all their people and like all the places of Hawaii that aren't tourist places are just horrible and horribly run. I'd probably maybe make it its own country and then maybe it can get its culture back. But I mean, in all seriousness, there's a lot of states out there that, I mean, let's be honest. If I said, hey, tomorrow we're going on a trip to Idaho, would anybody have any idea why in the hell we were going to Idaho? Yeah, I... Unless maybe there's a family member who lives in Idaho. Why? I wouldn't know they would live there, but... I mean, I don't want to pick on Idaho, but let's just be honest. What's in Idaho? Uh, potatoes. Idaho russet potatoes. It's so tough, because I really don't have beef with any of any country. Hmm. Or any I mean, state in our country. Again, I mean, that's a question we can go back and forth on all night. Again, I'll, I'll even mention Vermont. You know, a lot of those New England states. I don't like maple syrup. 
So <laughs> I'm not sure what's there for me. Uh, again, haven't been. Uh, maybe I need to go try to figure this out for myself. Every state, I think, like, oh man, Tennessee, I hate some of the people down there, but then it's also like, but they also got like, you know, nice conventions. There's a lot of like cool things that happen in Tennessee. It's so hard. Yeah, exactly. So, you know what? We are running out of time. Um, again, thanks for being on these first two episodes. It is much appreciated. And again, uh, just real quick for the listeners, uh, business, Drew Arnett's world famous caricatures. Mm-hmm. How how, and where and what is your social media? How can they find you on social media? Um, you can either look up Drew Arnett or my um, username is The Flying Tacos with a Z at the end. Okay. And from there, you'll be able to find like my portfolio site, all my social medias. All right. Sounds good. And again, I appreciate you being on. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. A lot of, uh, lot of insightful knowledge from these questions. Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks.